Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, no segments for this episode, just more Florida State football stuff. Um... You know, whenever there's a big game, national championship, Super Bowl, NBA finals, whatever, I don't do like a, I try not to do like an instant reaction because I'm going to say something that I'm probably going to regret. So I just try to take a couple of days to really, you know, get my thoughts together and you know, just come out and say something halfway intelligent, halfway decent. You know, with that being said, I felt and this 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 person I'm going to talk about is my favorite player in the NFL. OK. Um, I watch all his games. I've watched every game of his career, believe it or not. And I just feel like his play has not been to the level that it was his first couple of years in the league. And that player is Jalen Ramsey. For all the talking that he does, for all the antics, he did not have a good playoffs. Okay? And you can go back and look at every game, and he he got exposed a little bit. And... You know, I'm 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 so ecstatic that he got a ring. I I am. But if Cincinnati had a halfway de- decent offensive line on that last drive, Jamar Chase had you, dog. Okay, Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel ran you over a couple times. Okay, your boy for the for the Buccaneers, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, you're not you're not living up to your standard of being the best cornerback in the league. You know, I I, I admire your game. I think you I, I I think that you are the best in the league. I think Diggs from the Cowboys might have something to say about that. Um I think Xavier Howard might have something to say about that. Um I like you boy up in Green Bay too. I can't think of his name. Uh I want to say he's number 23. I can't think of his name and the crazy thing is he's from like my hometown, so I can't even think of his name. But um he Jalen Ramsey didn't have a good playoffs. And you know, Florida State guy, my favorite player in the league and you know, I'll just say it. I I I don't. I, I keep it real with when I when I talk about Florida State guys. I'm not gonna sit up here and have some kind of biased, closed eye approach when I critique my guys. And I just hope that going into this off season that he can step his game up and get back to where he was. I feel like he was a better cornerback in Jacksonville. Okay, I think his play has kind of slacked off because he's got all these other defensive stars and he don't go hard like he used to. 
Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Leonard Floyd, um, just to name a few. And, uh, you know, he, 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 I just want him to get back to shutting people down, man. Like, the one game in his career that I could point to where he wasn't talking and he wasn't doing the antics and getting all in people's face, that was probably the best game in his career. It was when, was when he was with the New York Giants. I mean, when he was with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and they played the New York Giants when Odell Beckham was still on that team. He wasn't doing no talking. He came out there and just balled out and shut Beckham down. If If you can get that guy... In that game like that, for 16, 17 games, whatever it is now, I mean, you you talking about maybe the greatest cornerback to ever play the game. But I think when he out there talking and running his mouth and getting in people's face and doing all that crazy stuff, he's still going to be considered one of the greatest. But I, I, it takes away from his play. It takes away from his play. So... The one thing about talking and running your mouth, you got to back it up. And, you know, as a corner, you're going to get beat sometimes. But, you know, don't let it be because you're running your mouth and you can't back it up. You know, and, and I think that's where he is right now. Uh, again, my my favorite player in the league. Uh, tremendous talent. Can't take away nothing from his ability, but he didn't have a good playoff. So, uh, you know, that's that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Cam Akers, I'm glad he got a ring. Um, you know, obviously it was a tremendous thing to come back from that Achilles injury. So I give him all the kudos in the world. His offensive line was not the greatest in the world in terms of blocking. Um, but Cincinnati, you know, does have a pretty good run defense. So, um, like I said, I'm I'm glad both of them guys got a ring. Um, Auden Tate, unfortunately, was on the other side. He didn't get a ring. Um, so, he, he didn't play in the game. He was injured. So, hopefully, he can come back strong next year. Um I was on the internet. They saying that the spring practice starts in about two weeks. Uh, you know, it's the same old, same old, man. You you got to find the, the right combination on the offensive line. That's really the point of emphasis for Florida State right now. They got to find the right combination of guys. Um, and, you know, my opinion, uh, Gibbons, the dude from Wisconsin and uh, Darius Washington should be the interior. Um, and then you just got to find, I, I would like to see Lloyd Willis at one tackle and then, you know, a stronger Robert Scott. He needs to really get in the weight room and get stronger. And, uh, you know, we can see where it goes from there, but, you know, I think you really got to take a look at all of them guys. I, I just don't think you can go into this offseason, this spring uh, practice with any kind of, okay, I got this guy penciled in as a starter. I think you really need to take a look at all them guys and just see, you know, who are your best players. Um, 
I think defensively, I've said it on the last several episodes, I think the defense is going to be pretty good. Um, I don't think you can expect Verse to live up to Jermaine Johnson's uh, outstanding senior season. Uh, But we got a long way to go as a program. And, you know, they got to find some money. They got to find some money from somewhere, man, to invest in facilities and and get on this NIL stuff. And I also seen earlier this week where they're talking about the NCAA is talking about they're going to investigate the NIL and, you know, teams that may have committed infractions. Like, why? Why are you doing this? The the NCAA to me is like the biggest, you know, um, phony of all. Like, how much money does the NCAA make? Billions, billions, billions. Nobody regulates the NCAA. You know, you don't open up your books. That's why I said when the players start getting a little percentage of the pie, bro, you it's it's oh we gotta we gotta we gotta put some guardrails up. We gotta come up with some rules. We can't let these guys get money. But we we can make money off of them. <laughs> we can make billions and billions and I I would just love to see the revenue for the, the NCAA basketball tournament. I would venture to say it's probably close to a billion dollars. Just just in TV. We ain't even going to talk about ticket sales and all that other stuff. Just in TV. You see the Big Ten Network, NBC is ready to put up $1.1 billion for Big Ten football rights, broadcasting rights. But you, 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 and, you know, you talking about what uh, uh, a 90 million dollar 95 million dollar payout for each school like that's crazy but you want to regulate players getting a couple hundred thousand dollars I, I mean it's the biggest hypocritical thing you know in sports you know, just 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 think if the NFL tried to regulate endorsement deals for their players. Just think about that. So, I don't know, man. Like I said, Florida State need to find some money from somewhere. I don't know how they're going to do it. I, I just, the days of Florida State winning national championships on the cheap are over. You're going to have to invest. I don't know where the money's coming from because even some of the rich people that put money into this program, they not like Alabama or Oklahoma or not even Oklahoma State. You you not even you don't even have Boone Pickens type money. So and that's the name of the game. I mean, it's always been the name of the game, but it's just. It's, it's just more prevalent. Christian McCaffrey first came into the league. I was a hater. I thought he was, you know, overrated. I thought that, I thought Dalvin Cook was the better player. And, 
you know, maybe down the line, Dalvin Cook will be the better player. Um, you know, Christian McCaffrey's had some good years. Dalvin Cook has, has had some good years. And maybe, you know, 10 years from now, we'll know who the better back was. But just being honest, I was hating on the dude because he was white and he played running back. And I just felt like a white guy can't play running back. And I was that was a stupid way to look at it. And I, I've I've talked about this on other podcasts. And I brought that up because me and a couple of my uh, friends were talking about Cooper Cup and the historic season he had. And, you know, they were making all kinds of excuses about he had this and he had that. And I said, look, man, at the end of the day, he ran routes, he got open, he caught passes. He caught touchdowns. That's that's all it amounts to. You, It doesn't matter what color he is, man. He got open. He beat some of the best cornerbacks in the game. If you're in the NFL, you're an elite talent, period. The NFL don't, you know, once you make that 53-man roster, there, there are no scrub athletes in the NFL, okay? There, there are athletes that are more talented than other athletes in the NFL, but there are no scrub athletes. And, you know, we, we in sports and just really life in general, we have to get away from this racial thing, man, where we just, you know, if you're white, you can't do something. If you're black, you can't do something. If you're Asian, you can't do something like it, it's I mean, it's an age old argument. And, you know, this this rant is going to fall on deaf ears. I don't care. But, you know, I was on Cooper Cup three years ago. I seen the route running ability. I seen the hands. I seen the separation. I seen just setting cornerbacks up. I seen it three years ago. You know what I'm saying? You go back and, you know, I, I wish I could share some of my fantasy teams. I was taking Cooper Cup every week three years ago. Um, Christian McCaffrey, you know, once he is rookie year, once I seen, okay, this dude, this dude is legit. But I mean, cause on the East coast, we don't get a lot of Stanford games. We don't get a lot of pack 10, excuse me, pack 12 games. I mean, when, when USC was rolling, we would, you know, they would put USC on every week, but you know, if it's not USC, I mean, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna play. Uh, West Coast games on the East Coast. So I was a hater and I, I spoke from a point of ignorance. And, you know, the conversation I was having with, with a couple of my friends about Cooper Cup, they were speaking from a position of ignorance. Oh, T.O. was better. T.O. is one of the all-time greats. Look who you comparing him to. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice. Look who you, his guy's like, what, his fourth Fifth year in the league? Okay, and he broke through. Okay? I mean, don't don't say, I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, Matthew Stafford is an upgrade over Jared Goff, but not by much. Because, you know what I'm saying, Matthew Stafford will will throw picks. He, he almost cost him the Super Bowl. He almost cost him the NFC Championship game. Okay, so... You know, Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. 
He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. Okay, so let's, you know, Matthew Stafford is a shade, just a shade above Jared Goff. And the man, you know, he put in that work. You can just tell how he made the jump from 2020 to 2021. He made, you know, it was just historic. Literally, statistically. Um, you know, I, I go back, I go back even further. Matt Fryer was a beast at Florida State. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Great route runner, great hands. And one, I mean, just tenacious on and run blocking. Okay. Um, and I, I'm not here trying to defend the white receiver. Okay, but I just call it down the middle, man. You can either play or you can't. Okay? I, I would take Cooper Cup on my team right now. I take Christian McCaffrey on my team right now. Okay? So I don't know, man. <laughs> but I but I with that being said now, I, I think that when 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 the media, when when a when a white guy has a great season, no matter the position, they they do tend to hype him up a lot more than say a black player with those same stats. Now, you look at somebody like Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan. You you're telling me, you're telling me that Aiden Hutchinson at Michigan is better than Jermaine Jack. I mean Jermaine. I keep calling the man Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine Johnson at Florida State. And we can just leave race out of it. Let's let's just look at the tape. Jermaine Johnson will be the better player in, in the pros. And every team that passes on Jermaine Johnson, I mean, man, I I, I would love to see my 49ers get a go up there and get him, man. Okay. I remember a dude way back in the day, man. Andy Katzenmoyer. Linebacker, Ohio State. Oh man, he you know, he he was going to be the next big thing, bro. They was hyping him up so much. Oh man. Derrick Brooks wasn't getting that kind of love. Okay. Marvin Jones wasn't getting that kind of love at Florida State. Let's be real. This is for the older crowd now. You know, um, this dude, this dude, Mike Mamula from Boston College way back in the day. He he goes and has this phenomenal combine workout. He goes in the first round. He he probably had maybe one or two good games in his NFL career. You never heard from him again. But somebody like Bart Scott, a, a, a tremendous NFL player, he got to go unsigned. So, you know, it's we. I mean. White people control the racial imbalance in this country. I mean, they, I don't want to put no pressure on nobody, but you do. The higher ups, not not your everyday 
working white dude or white woman, but just the higher ups. And it's the same thing in the league. Okay? The NFL wants um uh, I forget that uh the black dude's name, the billionaire. Uh the the richest billionaire black dude in the United States. They want him to buy the Denver Broncos. He's from Denver. And he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to be a token black guy. And I think that's all he would be. I mean, but you know, and there's a there's a two-way street with that, with the racial thing as far as coaching in the NFL, black coaches. When you get the job, you got to win. Okay, you can't take the job, lose, and they fire you and you in your feelings. Now, I don't know anything about the Flores situation. You know, I think it was a philosophy. My opinion, I think it was a philosophy thing. And uh, they fired him. But he had a winning record. And they recently brought him back into the league with the Steelers to be a defensive assistant. And I just think that that, that was just like a, uh, you know, a, a PR move. And uh, I don't know, man. Sports is a microcosm of life. And uh, we got a long way to go in this country. We got a long way to go in this country. And I, I hate to hit y'all with the racial thing on this podcast, but it was just something that I, something that I wanted to talk about. I, I just think that when it comes to sports, we should just stick to the play on the field and leave race out of it. Okay? Cooper Cup had a great season. Regardless, I mean, he could just go out there and just be blank in terms of skin color. And he had a phenomenal season. Christian McCaffrey, phenomenal talent. Okay. Um, and, and, and I just wish I just wish and hope just in sports. I know it's impossible in life, but I would just hope in sports from every level that we can just get away from race and you just hire the best guy for the job in coaching. Okay, uh, wishful thinking. I know it ain't going to happen, but we'll see. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. Podcast available on YouTube, uh, all podcast platforms. Um, again, thank you for listening. Go Nose.